Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. Well, hello, everybody. I am excited to have Keith Giles back. Welcome. Catherine, thank you so much. Good to be back. You're so welcome. I, yeah, I'm, I, you know, you come back regularly because you're just pumping out the great books and you have a new baby. <laughs> yes. For us. That is really awesome. Sola Mysterium, uh, Sola Mysterion, Sola Mysterion. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Sola Mysterium. Yes. Mysterium. Thank yeah. you. Now get this next point. Celebrating the beautiful uncertainty of everything. That mm. just makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us kind of what prompted this work. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think the book, it, for me, it feels like the next logical sort of progression. You know, I just finished this seven part Jesus Un series of books. And, <clears throat> and a lot of that, this is all my reflecting my own journey, you know. And so I had to go and deal with each of these sort of major themes and doctrines and theologies myself. And then I wrote books about them to try to help other people process. And that's what Jesus son was. But after finishing the series, you know, I, I very much felt like, well, I've done that. I've, I've dealt with that. I know now what I do and don't believe or think about those things. Um, and so as I was kind of thinking about what's next um, and really just kind of, this was the next step for me personally, I, I've been doing these, these courses called square one Um which is, you know, helping people go through, walking people through their deconstruction process into their reconstruction process as well. Yay. Thank and, you for part two of that. Yes. Because we do need construct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And so a lot of what's in this book, Solo Mysterium, really came out of conversations I've been having with people in square one, square two, and square three, um, because these are people that have also gone through their journeys, and this is where they're landing or at least where they're, what we're moving into. And so the, really the inspiration from the book comes from something that early on in square one, I, I encourage everybody to do is that as you're deconstructing your theology, I always tell people um, deconstruct your need to be right about everything. And by doing that, the only really way to do, to, to let go of the need to be right about your, whatever your new theology, your new belief is, because you don't want to just trade one fundamentalist view for another, right? Right. Um, so if you can do that, the, the best way to do that is to learn to embrace uncertainty and to embrace mystery, mm-hmm. to get comfortable with not having to have the answers, to to saying things like people ask you, what do you think about this? Or you believe about that? Say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or say, well, right now I'm leaning this way, but I mean, I, I haven't I haven't reached a conclusion. I, the cement hasn't hardened. I'm going to keep that soft. I'm going to keep my hands open, my heart open, my mind open. And that this is how we grow and how we learn and how we, you know, uh, process things. And so really, I think that was probably the starting point for the, yeah. for the idea, the core idea of the book. How do we embrace uncertainty? Mm-hmm. Um, and more and more, the more I just looked into it, the more I felt like, I think this is really what it's all about. At least for me mm-hmm. right now, this mm-hmm. is what it's all about. It's recognizing God is way bigger than we could ever imagine. Thank you. There, there is more of Christ that to know than I will ever know in this lifetime. Right. And that should give us a lot of joy and excitement, right? Yeah. And, 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 and you can do that. You can be, the security is found that he has you. 
Yes. And he adores you. Perfect love casts out fear. So in the midst of all that, it's not based on, you know, checking off all our doctrinal certainty. It's based on the fact that we're in this glorious relationship with Mm. someone who's huge. Yes. (laughs) And can handle the entire cosmos and every person in it. Yes. And so then we can regain wonder. Mm. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. And so so you touched on something really, really important there, Catherine. And I I can tell you you already get it. (laughs) Because for a lot of people, this topic of like embracing mystery and when I say, you know, the beauty of uncertainty, the beautiful uncertainty of everything. For many people the idea when they first hear this idea of uncertainty and mystery, it's scary for them. Mm -hmm. And it's because, and you just touched on it, they, you know, this illusion of certainty, um, the reason we're attracted to it is that there's a measure of safety, right? We feel some comfort like, Oh, well, I got it. I have the answers. I know, I know everything. I understand everything. And so everything, so it's, it's under my control. And so then once people start realizing, oh, you, you don't know that, and this isn't, you, this isn't real, and this isn't true, and you really don't know anything, you can't really be certain about anything, that creates a lot of anxiety and fear for a lot of people, because we've, we're used to putting, we're used to finding our comfort and our security in certainty. Yeah. And the, the irony there is not only is certainty an illusion, it's not real. So it's a false sense of security. If, right. if you have a sense of security based on certainty, it's a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing about that. When, when you have your security in your certainty, it's not in God. Yeah. And so that right away should tell you you're, you're putting your, your security and your safety in the wrong place. Right. And if you're going to put it, if you're going to find yourself and your security and your peace and your joy and everything in Christ, well, then by definition, you're putting it in this place of uncertainty and mystery. Right. Um, and if people can get that and they can and they can understand that, um, you know, I think then they then they reach a place where you are, where they're genuinely excited about that, where it's good news that you don't know everything. It's good news exactly. that you aren't certain about anything because now you have this wonderful um, mystery that you get to dive into and explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not about finding the answers as much as it is having a connection and a relationship with Christ exactly. who is, who is the, the greatest mystery of all, right? Exactly. It's about this intimacy with one who adores you, who mm-hmm. is all good, all light. Yeah. And outside of that, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> who knows, but let's find out because it's going to be good. It's going to be all light. And he has you, that is your eternal security. Yeah. And so you can rest. You're adored. You don't need to be afraid. And then you can be this child who explores, who yes. regains your wonder and sees the beauty of that. And we get so hardened uh, because we, we, we've got to check the boxes. And then if it doesn't fit in our box, we get all threatened yeah. because our, our, our security is resting in something that's in us. And that's yes. not in him, in our relationship with him. That's already been secured. So we can rest and be excited. I love that. That is so much fun. Wow. How are people responding? Say, um, because, you know, we've all, I mean, I don't know. I don't, we all, okay. Many of us (laughs) (laughs) once found like, wow, I've got it. I've checked off the boxes. I, I know what it all is. I've wrapped my thing around it. You know, I have it clicked off. And, um, and, and, and then they kind of get shaken up some, 
You know, it's Mm -hmm. like people start deconstructing around them or asking them or asking them a question, like, how do you know? And, you know, we're we're like point of the scripture that's being interpreted 12 different ways. Right. (laughs) Right. And so, and then, and then you start to really question, you start to grapple. And so they're starting to feel like that, that insecurity, but they recognize maybe it's not that. How would you, maybe they're at the beginning Mm. of uh, of a process you know god is leading and guiding us into all truth he's conforming yeah. us into his image this is what he's doing he's he's yes. the brilliant one yeah um so how do you help people sort of short get short up so they're just not freaking out like they're actually yeah. giving themselves permission to question things and not be worried about spinning off into eternal conscious torment and leading others right. there or whatever yeah right uh, it's a it's a great question, and I I, I totally agree with you that the, these kinds of processes that we find ourselves going through we call it deconstruction or reconstruction. Um, I think it's a spirit led thing. You know what I mean, like God is the one who is um, whispering in our ears, you know, calling us into the deep, um, asking us to to search and to question. And again, that's really the the main thread of what I'm talking about in this book is like it's it's um, it's the Holy Spirit that calls us into this, this journey of mystery and wonder and, and engaging our curiosity, right? Like I, right. I, I mentioned in the book, like if your goal is to, like with Jesus, right? Je- Jesus' main way of communicating was telling stories that he never explained, just open-ended right. story. Right. And, um, <laughs> and that is the worst possible way to communicate exact theological information that people have to get exactly right. right. But it's the best possible way to engage people's, you know, built-in curiosity and, and, and hunger and uh, one sense of wonder, you know, when Jesus says, like, unless you become, as he goes, unless you change and become like little children, you'll never see the kingdom. And, and children have this incredible sense of, like, you know, this relentless uh, questioning, right, curiosity. But why? Right. But why? But why? What's this? What's this? And, and it's never satisfied. And I think that's what Jesus wants to inspire in all of us, right? But to your but to your question, all right, because I definitely have seen this and experienced this um, in many different ways, and certainly with this book, um, it is a process. Like so, mm-hmm. so let's acknowledge like that we go through this process. We're not all at the same point in in the curve or in the process. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, someone asked me, for example, they they read the book and they were like, "Hey, Keith, what would you say to somebody?" You know, because in your in this book, Solo Mysterium, you don't really deal with the question of sin and you don't really deal with all these other kind of things. And, and you know, so what would you say to them or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, first of all, this book isn't for somebody like that. Right. And I just want to say this, this book isn't for everybody. Like if you're just beginning your deconstruction process, like you've only started to question one or two things about your, you know, evangelical Christian uh, upbringing, you might not want to jump into the deep end of the pool here with Solo Mysterium. I'm just right. saying that. And, just and wait, um, wait around in the shallow end for a yeah. bit, get accustomed to the water, see that there's no sharks in the water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, because it's like you were saying, right. You know, there are a lot of the things I'm talking about in this book about embracing wonder and curiosity and not knowing and all that stuff. Um, well, I don't think you most people are really ready for that part of their faith journey. If they still are afraid of getting it wrong, right? right? And what I mean by that is like those toxic theologies that we need to deconstruct first. Like, like um, you know, like if you get hell wrong, you're you're in trouble. You're going or, there you know, and you're taking people with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. until you've processed through that, right, and mm-hmm. and you've reached a place where you 
where you are, Catherine, like what you keep saying, like, you don't have to be afraid of this, right? God, the God that we, the God that we are engaged with, the God that created us is a God who loves us. We are adored. We are fully accepted. There is no fear in love, right? Perfect fear casts out love. And until you are really secure in your identity, your identity and in, mm-hmm. and in God, who God is, who God is and who you are, if you first have to deconstruct all that crap, right? That's why I wrote the Jesus Sun series. Yeah. So, so I think until Which you I highly that, recommend, by the way, go find the uh, podcast with that on there. Cause we, yeah, yeah, we covered that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. So, so once you, once you've dealt with all those things and now you're in a place where you're not afraid, you, you don't feel like God is going to jump on you or attack you or crush you or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if you get a little piece of theology wrong or you're, we're right, assuming a, we don't have it right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like I, but I'm not sure what I don't have right yet. But I know I've got enough right about you that I'm okay. That's like right. you're a good daddy, That's and, right. and I'm okay in checking things out and growing, and right. that you're going to keep me safe. Because okay. our hearts are really not like I really want to get it wrong. Your right. hearts are to grow, but yeah. we need to grow, and it's okay to be growing and not have arrived. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I literally had somebody um, who was on my book, book promo team who was reading an advanced copy of the book. And I think he had only started his deconstruction process. And he was literally messaging me like every 10 minutes as he was reading the book, like, I'm sweating, I'm crying, oh. I, I'm having my heart is beating fast. I'm like, dude, oh, put the book down. Yeah, you're not yeah. ready for this. Like, yeah. And so this I recognize where that, you're at right now. Yeah, exactly. It may be too much for you. But if you if you if you're comfortable and you're secure and, and kind of like you were saying, the things that you know that you where you've reached is like, you know, what I know is that God is good. I know that God loves me. I, I believe that God is like Jesus. And so when I see Jesus, I see what the father is like. And and now you feel like you are in the presence of and in relationship with a God who is a loving father, um, who's a better parent than any of us could ever be. Right. Who takes delight in seeing his children ask questions, have 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 a sense of curiosity um, and doesn't get angry or upset or annoyed by that. Right. And it's like, oh, that's yes. I created. Yeah. You know, there's no punishment if you like mess up or whatever that there's there's this is about what that is so he's with you in it to guide you and will keep you safe that's why you don't need to be afraid he will he will keep you safe this is not about you getting it right to keep yourself safe you're not an orphan (laughs) you've got a father who's really good at his job yes sorry yes exactly right no no i mean you're totally right and so what one of the major shifts that i talk about in the book is um but I think it's really important for people. If you're going to read the book and you want to, if you're going to go down this path uh, with us uh, on this journey of mystery and, uh, and uncertainty, um, is, I think there's, we have to have a shift between how we define knowing God, right? Mm-hmm. So I talk about at the beginning of the book um, that so much of my upbringing and probably most of us, sort of our programming we received, you know, growing up in, in, in churches was the idea that knowing God was about having all the right answers, right? Having the correct information theologically about the right doctrines about God. And, um, but that's not at all what it's about. It's not about information. It's about transformation. And Jesus has this scandalous verse in, uh, in the the gospel of John, I think it's like John 17, where Jesus says, um, this is eternal life to know God and his son whom he said, but the word he uses for no in your English translation just says to know. Right. And so we assume, well, he's saying you have to have the right information and 
uh, ideas about God, the, you know, the, the, the facts about God. Mm-hmm. But that's not the word. If, if he meant that, he would have used the Greek word uh, episteme. Mm-hmm. And that it would have been, he would have been saying eternal life is to have the, the right theological ideas and answers about who God is and, and Christ. But right. that's not the word he uses. He uses a very scandalous word for knowing in the Greek, which is gnosko. And this is the phrase you would use to say, like on a man's wedding night, he would know his wife right. so that she would conceive. Exactly. Uh, some new life. And so it's, it's, um, it's way more scandalous in the Greek than it is in our English translation. So what Jesus is literally saying is eternal life is to gnosko God, not knowing information, but having this incredibly intense, deep, emotional, spiritual um, connection with the God and with Christ. And that is where eternal life begins. That's where this, um, this gnosko with God and with Christ conceives new life transformation within us fruitfulness and yeah. we yeah so it's we need to shift when we talk about knowing god from having the right theology to knowing god in the sense of like i maybe i can't explain it but i can absolutely experience it exactly and and if, if we can make that shift that is really what propels us forward in this journey of wonder and mystery with god Exactly. I mean, you know, and how you know your wife, I mean, my goodness, yeah. you can give me all sorts of facts about her that I could probably look up in her biography or whatever, but yeah. you know her in a way that transcends where the That's two right. become one. Yeah. And out of that place, you've created the fruitfulness of marriage. Yeah. And so it's this beautiful, intimate place of you and her that no one else gets in the way of no one else belongs, but it's this place of wonder and mystery. And you guys, it, 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 it's, it's fruitful. And that's, you know, with, with the Lord, that is like, wow, we get to know him Mm -hmm. Um, intimate. This is about intimacy in your heart and also informs your mind, but then what's going on in your mind, it, 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 it it catches fire in something that's greater than our minds to wrap around it. So, um, and that's where, that's where life is. Mm -hmm. That is, that is where we find eternal life that transcends our doctrines, our theology. I mean, I have fun with talking about doctrine, but I'm like, okay, well, I don't know, whatever, you know, (laughs) after a while you're like, yeah, maybe, I don't know, but that's okay because we don't have to know. That's not, we, the, the fear, anything where there's fear, children that are, um, orphaned or, or, or damaged in some way, it takes away their, their play. It takes away their wonder. It takes mm-hmm. away their curiosity. It's about survival. Yes. Well, as, as children of God, if we're feeling orphaned or not safe, we're not safe to explore, to make mistakes, to, to wonder, to be curious, to ask irreverent questions Yes. because somehow God is not a safe place. He's kind of safe, but not really He's safe until or whatever. And Mm -hmm. he's just all safe because he's love. That's right. Right. And so we get to be fully adored children who like, oh, so what about this? And what about that? And, and then Mm -hmm. we also get to partner as adult sons and daughters that we partner with God. uh, But it's in this resting place that, that is that, that we're safe to do that. And so if, if, if we're not free to do that yet, that needs to be shored up. Yeah, that needs to be short up first. So I, I'm, I'm so That's glad right. you mentioned that because it comes from a place of that. So if, if you're not there yet, well then, wow, let's shore up the places where you're really not sure about who God is. That's right. And he wants to do, he wants to be known mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as well. Of as course. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. No, it's exactly right. Yeah. And if that's what's the the kind of the awesome breathtaking thing about when you see those verses in scripture that that God is inviting us, you know, come and know me, right? Come and see and taste and see. Like we're there's this beautiful invitation for us to directly for ourselves experience this amazing God who is pure love, who, who accepts us and loves us and adores us and um, and created this amazing universe that we're that we're living in that is also full of incredible, endless wonder. You know, and I, I had so much fun in this book, more than probably any other book I've written, because for the first time, I, I got to write about topics other than theology, right? So I talk about psychology, I talk about um, science, I'm talking about astrology, astronomy, mathematics, quantum science, like, um, you know, all this stuff, like, and it was so fun to dive into all these different topics and, and kind of a hope. What my goal was to like, just show us how full of wonder, how uh, full of all the amazement that God has sort of woven into the fabric of this universe we live in. And, and, and if this universe is so full of wonder and amazement and awe and wonder, now imagine the God that created it, right? It's even more, it's, it's mind blowingly right. exponentially more. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just had so much fun um, writing this book and trying to point out things that I, my goal is to blow your mind, right? I want, I want, and I have people say like after every chapter, they're like, wow, I had no idea, you know, and then, then they read the next chapter. And, oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. So uh, that's what I was hoping to create. I, I'm wanting us to rediscover that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity um, and sort of hopefully meet um, or, or just realize that, you know, we have a, a God who, who delights in us and delights in us, you know, discovering these things and going, wow, this is so cool. Um, and so, yeah, but you're right. I think that's why this book really isn't for everybody there. Some of us need to do that work mm-hmm. um, emotionally. We, we've gone through the trauma. We, we, right. we've, we've been told or we've been led to believe that God is this sort of abusive father. Right. He's good and, until he's not. There's yes. this dark part that's waiting to yeah. yeah, clock yeah. you if you get yeah. it wrong. Like, yeah, God is good, but he's not that good. Right. You know, and then do you reach a place? You know, so you have to go through that. You have to reach the other side of that to realize, oh, no, God is not only that good. Um, he's better. Like he's exactly. way more than right? that. He, it's uh, that it's more than we could ever imagine. He's better. And, than and that ever. is that is mind blowing. Right. Yes. Because in this in, in, in the fallenness of the world, the fallenness of, you know, how we are as human beings and in the darkness in our own minds, um, you know, we've experienced the fruits of that. So it can't possibly be that. So he wants to blow our minds with his goodness and his kindness. Yeah. And yeah. what's great about that too, is it's kind of like its own evangelical program, because is if the goodness of God leads, leads us to change our minds about who he is repentance, right? Yeah. Um, it's when we're in this, this joy and this wonder and this, wow, it's good. And then it's, oh my goodness, better than we thought it was. And wow, look at this, see, you know, and all of this, and you get excited about life again. And, 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 and you're not freaked out. You're not wringing your hands about the very, very real yes. problems we have because yes. there's something greater that transcends all that, that invites people into that experiential thing that, you know, that starts to resonate before our minds catch up. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, you're exactly right. There, there are, um, there's a way I think hopefully the book can do this too. what you're saying. Like um, we probably have to kind of be taken 
uh, by surprise, you know, by some of this, some of the awe and the wonder of God. And uh, it needs to probably bypass the intellect first. Right. The watchful right, like dragons, right. In our yeah. Life. Like yeah. you said, it's the, it's the kindness of God that leads us to metanoia, to a change mm-hmm. of mind, a change mm-hmm. of heart. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's experiencing for ourselves um, like, whoa, God really is good. You know, uh, or, yeah. or, or the idea that, wow, God, maybe God is even better than I could ever have imagined. Exactly. And, um, and then you're willing to say, okay, let me go back and, and, and re- deconstruct and reconstruct these things, because this isn't lining up with my experiences of God, um, that God is, God has to be better than I can imagine. Right. And so that means my theology might be wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I may, have, I may have just not, not, uh, yeah, nailed it down exactly correctly. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you, um, as people are kind of embracing uncertainty, not everything's uncertain. I mean, God is right. certainly love. God is certainly light. Right. He's certainly sure. good. And that's pretty much all you need to know as you're kind of yeah. exploring and, and, and invited to do that because God loves to show off his creation. You know, just think of a, a, as a parent, and, you know, we, what do we do? We bring our kids to, as a good parent, we bring our kids to the coolest places because we just really want to see that look on their face, mm-hmm. you know, that, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. So, and, and then we can reconnect kind of with our own child. And it just gives us joy yeah. to show this. And this is why we provide things for our kids to see that wonder and to explore this incredible world. Uh, granted, yeah, we do have problems in this world and we'll have tri- tribulation, sure. but cheer up. God really did overcome the world. So, yes. you know, overcome. So, um, uh, and, and, and we do that. And as a, as a great parent, he enter. I, I think he enters into our humanity as Christ, as the human so that he can enjoy us, yes. unwrap our Christmas presents and, exactly. that, you know, and, 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 oh, cool. That's so cool. Uh-huh. You know, and we can, you know, and, and we can truly enjoy and just be free. There's no shame. There's no darkness. Yeah. We do have problems. Yeah. We do violate love. We do have very big ding, 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 ding issues, but that's a healing issue. It's not a yeah. punishing issue. That's exactly right. And so yes. we get invited into that. And I, I think he, he's so enjoys it. He revels in it with us mm-hmm. as we're exploring and asking those things, you know, either Jesus did the allegory thing, or he just asked us a bunch of questions like, yes. Hey, can you just give me all the answers? No, I'm going to ask questions to reveal what's on your heart. So you can actually see what's in there. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Questions. And I have a part in the book where I talk about questions are the answer. And, and, and again, that's the other thing about Jesus. That's so exciting is that he, um, he asks more questions than he ever, he ever right. answered. And, um, and, and quite often, I mean, most of the time he would ask a question and then walk away. He wouldn't wait to see like, if they would get the answer. He would just like, he trusts <sighs> like the, Jesus trusts the, the Holy spirit and us that we'll work it out, that we will mm-hmm. continue to, to, to chew on it and, and pursue it. And again, those questions are what draw us into that curiosity. I say in the book, you know, curiosity may kill the cat, but it gives life to people that are searching for, for, for wisdom and truth and, and, and to know God in this deeper way. And so curiosity is a wonderful thing. Um, and I love your, what you're saying too about God as this loving parent, because this is the, another um, barrier that I think we, people have to get over, kind of coming out of deconstruction and into this reconstruction space of, of, of uncertainty and embracing mystery, 
um, is learning how to trust ourselves, right? So we've been told, oh, your thoughts are evil all the time. There's nothing good in you, you know, all these kind of things. And so we believe that we are, we can't be trusted on our own to, to hear the voice of God or to experience God or to know the truth. And so I want to just say <clears throat> that is a lie. Like all that yes. stuff, all of those verses that are used to, that, that have been drilled into our heads over the years of the tapes that have been played in our, over the head in our, over the years in our, you know, theological backgrounds. Um, it's programming and it's uh, it's an intentional focus only on those negative verses that say those things. And it's ignoring probably twice as many verses, especially in the new Testament that affirm, Oh no, you know, the good shepherd, um, can speak and his sheep can hear his voice. And not only, here's the thing people misunderstand about that. Um, it's not just that you as a sheep uh, uh, in, in the fold of Christ can hear the voice of the good shepherd. So it's not just about your ability or inability. How good are you at hearing his voice or not? Understand it's also the good shepherd's ability and uh, to make his voice heard. Thank you. Yes. Thank so you. you. Yeah, and this idea like Paul even... People miss this, but it's in, in Romans. Paul completely challenges this idea that we can't hear the voice of God because he actually does sort of call back to one of those Old Testament verses like, you know, um, who are we? Who can know the mind of God? Blah, blah, blah. So he asked the rhetorical question, who can know the mind of right. God? But we stop there. But keep, exactly. reading. He says, keep going. But you have the mind of Christ. Absolutely. So the answer is you know, who can know the mind of God? You, you, because you have the mind of Christ. Yes. He answers the question. He does. Exactly. (laughs) So, and there's many, many other verses. There's another one in first John. that's just uh, astounding. I remember the first time a friend of mine, she came across it and she was reading it to me out loud, like, Oh my gosh, is this in the Bible? And it said something like the, the anointing that you have received rests on you. It remains. And it's, and it's true. It's not false. It is a true anointing. By the way, it's the same anointing used for the anointing of Christ. So this anointing of Christ is on you. It remains on you. It's real. It's authentic. Um, it won't be taken away. And, and then it says, and you don't need anyone to teach you because the anointing of Christ, the spirit of Christ in you will lead you to truth, which is what Jesus promised would happen. Right. Absolutely. So the overarching emphasis of the new Testament scriptures are that yes, you can and should, this is normal that you should be able to hear and experience the, the presence of God, the, the voice of Christ. And so number one, so we got to get over that. We got to recognize this is a lie. It's not true that we, that we are unable to hear the voice of God. And, and then secondly, to trust that we not only that we can, but that we should. Um, and, and that we also then should not, this is another problem that I see a lot and, and deconstruction coming out of deconstruction this is the critical time for us to make this change. So much of our prior experience was sort of off offloading the responsibility to hear from God to another person. Right. Right. We were even told like, Oh, it's dangerous because we're told it's dangerous for you, Catherine, to, to hear the voice of God. Just let pastor Bob tell you, pastor Bob will tell you what God wants to tell you. Like what? No, no, that's a cult. I don't want to hear someone else to tell me. I think I or, can, or, or where he's right. You know what? It's going to resonate in me. That's right. So that's exactly. great. Let me, let me, let me. Yes. Okay. That works. That that's works right. Yes. Okay. So if it is yeah. genuinely something from God, I have an ability to, to resonate with that and go, oh yeah, you know what? 
that does sound like Jesus. That does sound like the spirit of Christ. Um, or to say, uh, nope, that's not it. This is, this is the significance of like when Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Christ. He doesn't just say, follow me. Right. He's literally saying, as long as I'm following Christ, well, then that means you have to figure out, is he following Christ or not? Exactly. And then and it's up to you to say, well, hold on, Paul. I don't think you're following Christ here. And then Paul would say, well, good, then don't follow me. Because what he's saying is follow me as I follow exactly. Christ. Yeah. So we don't just blindly follow other people. So we have each of us this ability. I, I, I say in the book, learn how to be your own guru. Don't believe something because Keith said so. Right. Don't believe it because, oh, Greg Boyd said that. Catherine this, said or, so. Or, or, or Catherine or Brian's on or whoever, like whatever. Right. You know, um, not that we can't learn. Certainly other Absolutely. people have something they can teach us. But at the end of the day, you should believe it because you believe it. Exactly. And because you have decided, okay, you know, this is what I, this is where I am now because I have done this work. I have used my own ability to hear the voice of God and, and discern these things. And because at the end of the day, at the end of your life, right? Like when you, when you die, we're all going to die. Your soul's going to leave your body. You're going to now fully become, go into the presence of this awesome, incredible, you know, amazing face God. To face. Mm-hmm. Right. And please don't let that be the first time you have ever had that experience. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a, a, a wasted life, you yes. know, just wasted. Well, and I think in one of the ways that people can learn to relax in that is they can trust that he's a better teacher than you are a student. He's a better <laughs> communicator than you are a receiver. That's right. So he's going to help your receiver. And the only way you're going to get this is by duking it out, you and Jesus. <laughs> yes. And he's in you to help you in it. And you reach a place where you're like, yeah, that has peace. I don't really understand it yet in my mind. And there are things you know yep. in your heart that yep. theologically you haven't caught up with yet. That's right. And that's okay. Yes. But this is that place of intimacy is that place where he leads and guides you into all truth. He, the truth isn't the final thing because it matches the scripture that I have nabbed right. it's because I've grappled with the scripture. But what I've really done is I've grappled with the one who is the word who yes. is in me, leading me mm. and guiding me in all truth. And I have that peace. And yes. I know in my knower past what I know in my head. Absolutely. And then he can start to unpack what right. that, what, what, how to, how to interpret the scripture. So it's like, Oh, that's what it was saying all the time. That's right. But it's, it's sort of reversing it. Whereas we've, we've elevated scripture and our particular interpretation of the scripture above uh, our relationship with the one who is the word. And we get yes. into trouble and yes. we, and we, and there's, we, and we, we, we reap, we reap, um, you know, bondage that yes. way instead of freedom. Yes. No, you're exactly right. You know, and I, I remember, you know, back before I deconstructed, you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners can can uh, resonate with this. The, um, how how often there was something that I I was told to believe, and I, I said, oh, "This is the truth," so I have to believe it, even though in my spirit I said, "You know, this isn't. Right. I'm not happy but with I this." I force it in feel. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. yeah so I I I push that down, or I silence that, or oh, you know, be quiet, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Instead of like, well, hold on a minute, why, why am I having trouble with this? Why is this? Um, and again, it's not sin, it's not the devil, it's not, you know, the, your flesh. No, it's the Spirit of Christ going, hold on a minute, that this isn't resonating with who I am. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you're right; it is sort of like flipping it around a little bit to say, all right, my first connection is with the living Word of God who is Christ in me, who abides in me as I abide in Christ. 
Um, this is what leads me to all truth, the spirit of Christ within me and my ability to have this conversation, to have these, this relationship with God. And, and if you, when you pursue it from that direction, you're probably going to understand something before you theologically work it out. Yes. Right. And it will probably be backwards that way, but you'll back your way into it and go, this is truth. I can, I can hear the truth. I can know the truth. I can experience the truth. I have a, I have an ongoing daily relationship with the one who is the way, the truth and the life. And, and that's what you're, res- you're resonating with the sort of the frequency of God. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what lines up and what, then what needs to be fixed and corrected will, will show up. You go, Oh yeah, that doesn't make sense. Why doesn't that make sense? Right. And then, then you can sort of unravel it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a, because I mean, you're, you're, you're in relationship with a person, yeah. not a book. And as the book right. points to the person, yeah, baby. I mean, I love scripture. I, I love yes. it, Yes. but it's because I'm bathing in it from this relationship and the things that I haven't quite figured out yet yeah. scripturally or whatever. Yeah. I, it, I'm not freaking out. Like, That's right. you know, I'm just like, okay, I'm just holding this and I'm yeah. assuming you're, you know, it, it'll come together, but, uh, but I, I, that says nothing about this relationship with the mm-hmm. one that I'm, I'll be in relationship with eternity. That's right. Know. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. Right. Which is, which, you know, which we're already in relationship with, but you know, when, when we go to the other side of heaven, we're not going to be like with our nose in the books and not looking no. at Jesus, you know, <laughs> exactly. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. You're, you don't, you don't take your Bible with you to heaven. Right. Yeah. And so, but you, um, and it's also recognized, I agree with you. I, I also really do value scripture, but I've also learned that um, I talk about this in the book as well. Like um, the, there, to me, the problem that I have with scripture is that th- this whole idea of like the, because we've canonized those particular books, right. Right. That, you know, over a thousand years ago, a bunch of guys whose names we do not know uh, and criteria using criteria. Most of us have no idea what it was that they decided once and for all, these are the books that are acceptable. And, and then that means nothing else is. Um, and anything and, else is heresy. Yeah. And the problem with that is the, idea that first of all that everything god wants to say to us he said 2000 years ago and i know that isn't true i mean and he says Jesus that in the bible says that in that bible he tells yes. you that he's always speaking he's always moving he's always yes. i have things to tell right? you but you cannot bear it right? right there so is more like, in, yes yeah. there's more truth mm-hmm. to be known than what's in that bible absolutely and so the, how are you going to know what that is then you're going to have to have an ongoing connection and relationship with christ um, and so, yeah, I think that's my problem with that. I, I love the Bible too. I, I think it's, I read it all the time. I study it. I write books about it. Um, but I'm also realizing that I can experience and hear the voice of God through so many, through anything, really. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be a book. It doesn't have to be an ancient book. It doesn't have to be a, a spiritual book. It can be a song on the radio. It can be a Absolutely. conversation with you right now, Catherine, or, or, or anything else, right? Um, the, 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 the God is alive and God is able to inspire um, people. He's able to inspire, you know, books or music or art or poetry or movies or so many other ways that that God can communicate truth to our, directly into our hearts. Just download it straight Absolutely. in there. And so, I yes, love the Bible, and I think it's a wonderful thing. But there's way more possibilities for us to hear God and know God and experience. He's not um, limited to the Bible. Not at all. Right. Exactly. And, right. And I mean, he speaks through people that don't know who he is that's quite exactly. yet. Right. Yes. Uh, that, that's, been, 
Yes. It's like, wow, that that's so Jesus, but you're a Buddhist. What's going on there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that must be a demon. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, come on. No, right? no, no, no. And right. So, and so we never, we never get off the hook in the sense of this internal relationship we have with God who's leading and guiding us into all truth. And, and that's what you're saying. You're saying if it has to be certainty, you're, this is not about relationship. This right. is not about discovery. If we have to have a certainty of our, our doctrines lining up, we, um, you know, we're, we're kind of hobbling through half experiencing life. That's right. And so it's all about this, that, which is, which is infinite, this relationship <laughs> and this, which is what makes it wondrous. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And see, this is where the life is, you know what I mean? Like just hearing you describe that. It's like, there's one way of, of, of approaching God and it's through this sort of dry theological, having the right doctrines, having the right beliefs, you know, all of that, by the way, is totally um, constructed under this, I, the, these things of what I call, it's either fear or shame or guilt, right? Yeah. They sort of don't, don't color outside the lines. Don't look out. Don't look out the window. You know, stay in here. And and again, there's a level of, of comfort and safety you can experience from that. But again, it's an illusion. It's not real. It's not based on anything real. And, and it also kind of shuts you off. It cuts you off from joy and wonder and excitement and connection with the living, uh, exciting, you know, uh, infinite God. And so, the, but then the other way is what we're talking about. It's like letting go of all that and trusting that amazing God that you are safe in this uncertainty. You're safe in the presence of God, that, um, that, that the spirit of God is going to lead you to all these wonders and amazing things. And all of it's going to be things that, that take your breath away, that are going to be about this sort of like living in the moment of every moment with God and experiencing God in all these things that you're in so many ways. And that, that's what I've discovered. This is where I am right now in my, in my journey. And I, it's like nothing I've ever experienced before. It's just really wonderful to be able to have no fear, no shame, no guilt. Um, I, 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 I realize, I recognize God is way better than I ever imagined that, that there is more of Christ to know than I will ever know. And, you know, it's sort of like it, your reaction if somebody says, this ocean is, um, is endless. You'll, you can never possibly swim this ocean. You either say, well, why try? I'm not even going to jump in the water. Or you say, oh, really? Wow. Well, let's just jump in and let's, That's awesome. let's explore. Let's, let's play. See. Yeah, let's see. Let's, <laughs> exactly. Let's play. How deep is it? How wide is it? How long right. is it? Um, because it's an ocean of God's love and God's, you know, this wonder and mystery of, of who God is. And that, again, is what we're invited into. And so... You know, I, I get it. It's it's going to be tough for some people to just jump straight into that. Yeah. But people know, I mean, people listening to this conversation, they know right now whether there's something resonating in their spirit based on hearing us talk and going, oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. That's uh, that's something I'd like to, I, I'm ready for that, you know? Right. Um, then I think, yeah, this book will be a real help uh, to help people kind of move more in that direction. Yeah. And I, I, I love the kindness uh, in this for the people that, you know, aren't ready. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're all, we're all journeying and we're all growing. And so if things need to be short up, well, but you know, do it. This is about you and Jesus. So he's got stuff in you that he wants to reveal. And, um, and so you shouldn't feel like shamed or whatever, if you're not, if this is not ready or you shouldn't be freaking out why God's going to keep you. It's okay. 
That's you right. know, um, and and do your journey. But I, I feel like after a while, as 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 children, as we're led, we all kind of um, are led into this place of expansiveness of who he is, and 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 the joy and delight of who he is, and we get to enjoy that. Um, and so I, I feel that's part of our healing process mm-hmm. uh, that we can sort of uh, heal back as 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 little children while we're kind of adults, but yeah. we get to, we get to enjoy that. And that's part of just, wow. You know, what are, what, what, what are the benefits of being a son and daughter of God? It's not these heavy things. It's these light, delightful things that are deep and rooted and solid, mm. mm-hmm. um, but expansive. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's a beautiful way to, to put it. I, I totally agree. Yay. Yay. That's yeah, a wonderful well, process. We're kind of we're kind of winding down. Darn, this has been really <laughs> fun. Um, uh, what what other what what kind of final things would you kind of want to summarize or sure explain or what have take it away? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess what I would uh, again, if, if people are listening, and, and uh, I definitely <laughs> would say if this is something that sounds exciting to you, this idea of diving into mystery and and having these having a real genuine experience of God for yourself. You know, you're not borrowing somebody else's experience of God or somebody else's, Oh, I heard from God. Um, you know, the book, I, I, I try to give you different ways. I think here's the thing. I think it's different for everybody. I don't assume that everybody um, has the same sort of entry point or experience of that. So I, I try to give some many different possible ways that we, we can sort of, uh, um, see what works for us, you know, as the ways that we connect with God, the way, the ways that we hear from God and, um, and I think that's part of the, that beauty of the mystery, right? Christ meets us where we are um, and, and takes into account who we've been created to be and that we're all unique in that respect. So And, uh, and our history, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Got, yeah. All of that is taken into account. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I think the book will be very helpful for anybody ready to kind of take that step. I, I do have a course. So I, I've been, I've started doing this thing where, um, for each of my books, I, I put together like a like a three week online course. It's like nineteen ninety nine, um, but I'm going to be doing one in August for this book, and I'm so excited about it because there's so much material, so much stuff that I couldn't put in the book. Um, that's like even deeper, even more stuff that's like really really cool on each of these kind of different things in each chapter of the book. That I can't wait to like go through it with people and show it to people. Like, oh, check this out, watch this, read this. You know, let's think about this. So uh, that'll be starting up in August. Um, and I, I can send you a link to that. If people yeah, want. yeah, do that. It'll be a good way, good way to like read the book. And then I can kind of, we can kind of go through it together. Like let's read, read this chapter and then let's think about this and answer these questions and, you know, talk, talk about these things together. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, I just feel like, like you said, it is a process. We're not always, we may not be in the place we're ready for, for the deep end of the pool kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't even know that this is the end. This is what it's, it's exciting to me. Like, this is just where I am now. I, I don't really right. know what's it's not really a pool. It's an ocean, right? It because is. you're not, yes. you don't have this little circumscribed. <laughs> yes. yes, it is an ocean. Yes. That's right. Yes. Um, so I don't know, you know, because it is this endless kind of expansive thing and I, I don't know where, what's next, but, um, this is where I am right now. And it's like, it's a lot of fun. It's really beautiful. It's really cool that in, I mean, because I, I, I know your scholarship and I know, you know, and I, I mean, man, you have a history. This is, you're not like, wow, I just, just 
Oh, okay, Christianity, there you go. Yeah, you yeah. know, whatever, uh, you know, this is not a new thing for you. You've got a lot behind you, but isn't it fun with all, after all that to arrive in this place of, wow, we are just having so much fun. Yeah. Right? Because we're free and, you know, and, and um, we're, we're splashing and playing in the water. We don't have to quantify it and weigh it and figure out how many drops of water in there, you that's know, right. whatever, <laughs> what dark thing is in there that's going to like, you know, bite our legs off or, you know, whatever. Uh, and isn't, isn't that beautiful? That's such a, um, such a testimony to growing in Christ because it's freedom, right? It's just yes. freedom um, the way God intended. And, uh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's so, so much fun. And it brings the joy and the wonder, which is just awesome. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. I think it's, um, it's, I hope no matter where people are at in their, in their spiritual journey, this is a good, maybe a good question to ask themselves. Do you feel like your spiritual journey is leading you into more freedom, more joy, more wonder, more mystery? And if so, Great. I'd say you're on the right track. Just keep going and don't be worried about where you're at, you know, and, and there's no rush or anything like that. Um, but if you're not, you know what I mean? Like that's, that should be a concern. Like, hold on a minute. Am I, because the more we get kind of locked into this idea of like being right and, oh, this is, this is dangerous or this is wrong or whatever. Um, yeah. That starts to, it starts to take away our joy. We stop moving forward, right? We stop growing. Um, and the irony is like you were saying, the, the weird thing is that, the the path we're on, the journey we're on, we're not getting, well, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be getting older and more set in our ways. We should actually be getting younger, right? More like children. We're becoming more like these little children. Um, and we're moving away from certainty. We're moving into wonder and mystery um, because that, that just means we're moving, you know, deeper into God. That's who God is. God is this amazing wonder and mystery and, um, yeah, this just infinite love of God. And so if you're moving into that, you're moving in the right direction. Yeah, so, so true. Being conformed to the image of Christ. Yeah. Christ is one happy, joyful <laughs> dude. You know, he's yeah. relaxed. Yeah. He's the most relaxed person in the universe. And he knows more than anyone else the extent yeah. of sin and darkness, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. Um, but he's so masterful. And so... It, it is, it is the fruit. It's the fruit of what, who you're engaging when it's being, being uh, conformed into the image of Christ being transfigured, all of that. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's yes. beautiful. So, yay. Well, this has been so much fun. Yes. Thank you. I'm so glad you reached out and, and asked me to look at the book. I, I, I love it. And, um, and then certainly uh, give us the links and things for the course. Cause yeah. people are going to want to, really dive in and, and run with that. So do you, um, you said, um, you know, you, you don't know what's happening next or is there another project after this that you're working on? Are you still kind of like, I'm kind of having fun here? <laughs> well, no, I'm always working on something, Catherine, uh, or two or three things. So, um, yes. yeah, I have been doing, I've been doing now for a couple of months, this thing on my, on my Pathios blog, it's called the inner circle. Um, it's a subscription, but it's like $5 a month. And every week I'm going through the sayings of Jesus from the gospel of Thomas. And, um, and it's, and it's going to be a book eventually. I know, I know I'm going to make it a book, um, down the road, but it's, um, there's over a hundred something sayings of Jesus from Thomas. So I'm only on number 17. So it's going to be a long time before I get there. <laughs> this might take uh, you a bit. Yeah, but it's yeah. so much fun. I mean, I've, I've been really, really loving diving into that. I mean, just yesterday, 
I was going through one of them and I saw something I'd never seen before. And it just like connected all these amazing little dots. And I'm like, oh, this was awesome. So um, if anybody is interested in that, um, you can find that on my blog, keithgiles.com. Um, it's anything that says inner circle. If you click on that, you can sign up there. Um, so that's what, that's one thing I'm doing right now that I'm having a lot of fun with. Um, I'm still doing, I have a podcast. I just started a solo podcast called second cup with Keith. And, um, every episode I take one particular topic and kind of just do a deep dive into that. And, uh, that's been a lot of fun. So, um, and of course I'm still doing hair to happy hour and, um, my, my friend Matthew DeStefano and I are doing, um, a little one together called Apostates Anonymous. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of different little podcast projects on the side. Um, I am eventually going to write a fiction book. I have an idea for a book I want to write. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Diving into yeah. fiction. How yeah. Fun. Yeah. I think I finally decided what I'm going to write it about and um, just need to get started on it, but yeah, yeah. that'll be next. How fabulous. Well, that's fun. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll just definitely have to keep in touch yes. uh, with all that. So absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for joining. Uh, it was, it was a blast. How fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you, Catherine. It was uh, fun to talk about the subject with you, especially to talk about it with somebody who seems to have already, you already got it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's really fun. Well, my joy, my pleasure. Um, I will definitely be keeping, keeping up with you that, that takes some doing. <laughs> <laughs> to keep up with with Keith but anyway it's fun and uh fabulous so share this with someone who needs it and uh and they can find your book where yeah it's on Amazon on uh, print or Kindle um in about about a month or so it should also be on Audible uh it takes a little bit longer for the audiobook but yeah it's on Amazon sure it's on and also like Barnes and Noble I think you can even order it on walmart.com and target.com so if you're ordering toilet paper on target.com or walmart.com it right in there, just, just add that to your cart. It's right there. It's <laughs> fabulous. You've hit the big time. There you and go. You, you yeah. get, you get to rank with the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ordered your floss and your toilet paper. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> fabulous. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Keith. And we will be in touch and everybody. Yeah. yeah share this, share this on your social media or whatever. And I look forward to reconnecting and having you back on again. Yeah, absolutely. Catherine. Thank you so much. All right. Well, have a great day, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.